Love Life, featuring your hosts, Rebecca Detman and Jane Donovan. The sun shines bright as it moves across my face. I feel the light. I meet each person at a level that they feel most comfortable with. Welcome to Love Life. I'm Rebecca Detman. And I'm Jane Donovan. And today, 183 episodes in, we decided to talk about friendship. <laughs> well, we have done it before. Well, we've probably mentioned it thousands of times, but I, well, we don't think we've ever devoted a whole half hour to such a very basic topic, which is really the foundation stone of every relationship in our lives, is just the acquaintances and friends. I mean, you might have a lover and you may have a couple of close family members or you know sisters or mother or but they still all have friendship qualities they have friendship they? qualities but the majority bulk of all of our experiences with the human race are through the friendships that we have which is a huge part of how we interact and our dynamics and our personalities and how we relate and communicate and think and feel and Facebook and all of those things, isn't it? So I think it's really worthy that we do this for half an hour today. And I know that, um, well, I'm sure Jane's business, um, Social 8, is all about connecting and communicating and all of those kinds of things. So I know she's going to have a lot to offer on this topic. Um, but in my recent practice, I've had a couple of um, women um, not complain, but highlight um, the issues they've been having in their social lives lately. And we also got a really interesting email. So I'll talk through all of it. I'll start with the email. This lady says, I'm a happily married mum of two beautiful children, and we're all pretty healthy, and most parts of my life seem to be flowing very nicely. However, I often feel lonely when I don't have much contact with my girlfriends. I have friends who say they love me, but don't make an effort to catch up with me or stay in touch. And I have friends who I used to be very close to who seem like they're now pulling away. I have trouble making sense of why some friendships seem to be strong and then all of a sudden they don't feel so easy anymore. I think I have enough self-confidence to recognise logically that I haven't done anything wrong to upset the other person. I'm actually a kind, caring and empathetic friend. However, I just really wish I had more time and connection with my girlfriends. I'd love to hear any insights you're able to offer on the topic. And I was saying to Jane, look, I've had two other people say recently one woman lived in a rural area and she was saying I find it really hard to meet like-minded spiritual people I've only just recently started to open up and become really emotionally conscious most of the people around me are quote unquote sound asleep so where do I meet in an isolated area more like-minded people I can feel like myself with because she doesn't feel comfortable she'll go down to the local pokies or the local pub and she just doesn't feel like she fits in with the vibration of everyone there and I know a lot of you who are listening who are increasingly becoming quite spiritual recognize that sensation um and then I had another girl just the other day, like 24 hours ago, saying something to me like, look, Rebecca, my biggest problem is I constantly make the effort, initiate, contact people first. They never come back and initiate with me. And yet we have a friendship. What's the deal? So let's talk about friendships today, Jane, in a really overarching sense. We'll cover off as many scenarios as we can and hopefully offer our listeners quite a lot of juice on the topic. I've been all three of those girls. Have you? <laughs> Yes, I was thinking, yes, there was that stage, there was that stage, and there was that stage. Yeah. I feel there's a false truth. The truth where people believe that the sign of a good person is how long have you known your longest friend for? That's such an old-fashioned concept, isn't, isn't it? it? So we need to just break it's, that down. It's on the same wavelength as, oh, you stay in the same job for 40 years. Things change now. 
You move through stuff in cycles of yes. soul growth. Yes. Relationships, jobs, friendships, houses. Yes. Like it keeps changing. So it's when somebody says, you know, that, that there is this belief that, you know, you should have a friend that you say, oh, we've been best friends since primary school. And it's like, right, why is that? And so people that don't have those best friends from primary school feel like there's something wrong with them. And a lot of highly sensitive people, but also a lot of sensitive people, will potentially have this thought process going on in their mind. I probably would be a bit radical and say I would be more concerned if somebody said, I only have friends that I know from my primary school years. It's like, have you really lived? Have you really grown? Have you evolved? Have you changed? When somebody comes to me and says... I've got a lot of friends, but they're all new friends. And I find I don't have that friend that's known me for years. I really struggle to have friendships for long term, for lots and like decades. Is there something wrong with me? No, there's absolutely not. I think it's important that we realise that friends serve different purposes and that they come into our life and out of our life to serve a need within that moment you too will find that you would be choosing to go into someone's life and most people would have experienced needing to back off from a particular friendship. So this is an energy exchange and it starts with that beautiful moment when you just meet someone and you are on the same page as them. You sit there, you have a two-hour long conversation, you realise you've not spoken to anybody else in the room but this one new person that you've met and you feel like you've known them for five years. Sometimes you never speak to them again and that's happened to me too. That's quite incredible, though, too. That's really beautiful. I see that happen at Social Aid a lot, too, yeah. which is really soul-stimulating. It's quite beautiful. People bond, then move on. Yeah. You share yeah. a moment yeah. and you let it go. Yeah. The exciting thing is to recognise that all connection starts with an energy parallel or an, it, it, your law of attraction is where are you vibrating at and then this new person, ha- you have a point of attraction that that person will come in and meet. And so that friendship, that new friendship can meet in that moment is your vibration full of excitement for life. Have you just finally joined a whole heap of dots together and you can't wait to get out there and you've got new ideas and you're exploring a new world and this person comes along that's just as dynamic as you are in the same energy zone. And that can be something that's really fast and furious and fabulous or it could be something that sustains a long time because you continue to grow. But there can also be that person that comes into your life. You know that saying, a season, a reason, a lifetime. Mm -hmm. And they come in because at that particular point, your vibration was mainly dealing with the stresses around balancing your life and you were overwhelmed by parenting, let's say. And in comes a beautiful mother that you just meet at school who's been through the same thing and she recognises it in you and she offers some wisdom and you feel like such a safe place and you've created this beautiful friendship. But then she magically disappears. I've had because that Because her job is done. Yep. Let go. Her job is done. And she may have met you at your point. She may have been at a point in her vibration where I feel like I've got this beautiful wisdom to share and I'd really love to be able to help people to not have to struggle like I had to, past tense, struggle. Enter you who's struggling in that field. She's got the wisdom. She shares it. You feel great. You move through with great new wisdom. Now you're no longer in that that situation because you've healed that situation. She's gone, great, my job is done. I've, I've shared. One was the giver. One was the receiver. 
that it was validating and beautiful for both. I think that is so, so true and it's so happened to me. I think friendships are a really cool way to practice unconditional love, by which I mean practicing allowing other souls to come in and out on their own terms, not trying to control them or dictate to them how it's going to be or look or feel with a rule book or a contract about this friendship must entail dot, 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 and just letting people come in and out and be who they are, just be who they are, and that you appreciate that when it's there, but you don't take issue with it if you feel that there's shortcomings or gaps or failings on their behalf, you know, it's, which of course is all mirror work. It's your stuff. If you're feeling like somebody is not how you want them to be, it says a lot more about you than it says about them, right? And so we can use all of the friends in our lives as mirrors. I keep thinking as we're recording this show, I keep thinking about hairdressers. Like, for example, a lot of people will have this experience. For years, they might have gone to a hairdresser. Now, she's not a friend. You don't see her on Saturday nights for drinks. She may not be in your social circle. You might not even be friends with her on Facebook. But every time you have that haircut, you have such a DNM with her. And you think, gosh, I love that chick. She's just on the same page. She's such a cool bird. And then, or like a waxer, like a beauty therapist, right? I've, got, then, I've got friends that are hairdressers and, and beauty yeah. therapists, and they always say that they're the unpaid psychologists. Yeah, exactly. They are. A lot of them end up in healing and, and counselling stuff later too because it's basically their job is to listen and to help um, and to talk. And then you leave and you don't see them again for six months or for two months or something and then you pick up where you last left off. There are friendships I have. I spoke to a girl yesterday in New Zealand. Hello if she's listening. I only speak to her about twice a year. She's like my sister, but I don't need her more than that. We always just pick up where we last left off. And the more we can have ease and grace with those kinds of connections and no neediness around them, the more gifts they bring us, I think. It's really about really understanding how... It's what you said before about what is it, a season, a reason, a lifetime. A reason, a season, a lifetime. So the reason, what is the reason for the connection with that person? And that's the example I gave of one was the wisdom teacher and one was in need of receiving that wisdom. So that's the reason. And once that reason is dealt with, they'll just quietly disappear. And it's not that there's anything wrong with them or you, it's just that the job is done. And you might find that you bump into them six months later and it's very pleasant to say hi, but both of you don't feel the energetic pull to connect any further because the job of that energetic exchange is done. Uh, So that's the reason. The season... The season is often the season of your life. Where are you at? Are you in the season of parenting? Are you in the season of career growth? Are you in the season of finding love? Are you in the season of um, building family traditions and structure? And so people will match you on that season. But when that season is over and you enter a new season... That just magically disappears. I love this, Jane. Keep going. And then you've got the lifetime. Now, that is what I believe everybody in the, in the three examples you've given of, of our three listeners that have all shared different stories around friendship, they're seeking the lifetime friend. And I get it because I've been that girl. I was the hardest friend and I'll do, I've done it on public radio and now I'm going to do it on the podcast to everybody who was my friend from the time <laughs> that I was probably about mm, five years old through to, oh, probably about 40, I apologise. I was hard work, really, really hard work. And I get it. I was demanding. Um, my feelings would get hurt. I was overly sensitive. You know, I had friends that would say to me, Jane, if I'm in a hurry and I send you a message and 
I only put one kiss on it, it's because I'm in a hurry. I suddenly stop and think, oh, my God, she's going to think I don't love her because I didn't put five kisses. It's like high maintenance, hard work. Oh, my. Yeah, yeah. OMG, yeah, Jane. absolutely. Why? Because didn't like myself, insecure, blah, blah, blah. All of that. Self-worth. However, that's not who I am now. So, you know, one and a half decades later, apologies to everybody else from my past. However, the lifetime friend is that one female, usually female to female, and can also be male to male. I think it, it needs to be the same gender. And it's the complete understanding on a soul level of the journey of your lifetime. And it is that person that you actually did sign up on the other side this is soul to have this stuff. lifetime with. Yeah. Yes. Now, the problem with when people say, I don't have that friend, is that you possibly did have that friend and you probably had a huge, and I am talking massive, most traumatic bust up with them. Break up, yeah, literally, yeah. And how I know this is that my, I am really blessed to have, I'm going to say three soul sisters, and I'm talking about I know we signed up contracts. And that is Beck. I've referred, my, talked about my beautiful friend, Mickey, who uh, is a healer, and my beautiful friend, Amber. Now, Beck and I have not had a blow up. And I'm going to say yet, but I actually don't think we will because we've got so many skills and, and uh, we know how to, how to communicate. But I can say that Amber and I had a blow up and it was a moment. And I knew when that moment happened, I had a choice in that split second, I had a choice. I either go vulnerable or lose the friendship. Wow. And I knew. For somehow I just knew in that moment. So I went vulnerable. And I shared exactly what I was feeling. And it was that moment that I risked the friendship that I actually gained the soul contract or can, or, of a lifetime. Okay. Gotcha. Now, with Nikki, and I know Nikki does not mind me sharing this, I don't think any two girls could have possibly hurt each other as much as we've hurt each other in the past. <laughs> oh, wow. No, we've really hurt each other. We didn't want to hurt each other. It was not an intentional thing. It was divinely led for such huge growth. And I now have this feeling, and we've spoken of this so I know that I can speak on her behalf, is that as a result of the trauma that we went through, the fact we went through it is that there is nothing that the two of us can't say to each other, nothing that would not be worked through no matter how much it's triggered. We've recognised that we actually agreed to come down here to trigger each other and to love and heal each other. And so I think that friendship is very, very unique, yet it is possible for everybody. I don't believe there's a soul that came down without having a buddy that said, it's okay, I've got your back, I'm coming down too. Mm. Now, I've got your back might also mean I'm going to trigger you so much to make sure that you stay on track of whatever it is your, your life purpose is, whatever your soul journey is. So that is that lifetime. So this, the reason, the season and the lifetime. lifetime. That's what they look like. Lifetime is big soul contract area, absolutely. Yeah. And, if, you know, and the fact I've got three, that is where I am at the moment. Now... Those three could easily come in and out. There's different times that they will play different importance. 
What I do know is that for whatever reason, if I didn't speak to any of those women for five years and I suddenly needed to, I would pick that phone up and I know it would be answered and I know that we would be right in the guts of that supporting love. That soul, that soul family stuff. And yeah. it is those people. It's even a little... But I also don't need to actually speak to them every day. Yeah. It's, I'm, I might be crossing out of friendship territory here into romantic territory, but it's, it's a little bit like the stories sometimes you hear where a boy and a girl knew each other in kindergarten and then they lost touch or they knew each other in high school, then they lost touch for 30 years, they married other people, they come back together. And like when, when it's sort of soul family... You go away, you change, you evolve, you grow, but you're still on a parallel with the soul, a parallel journey, and you can touch back in at certain intervals in that growth cycle and always be on the same page because you're just made of the same stardust. Like, it's just that. It's a beautiful thing. Um, so I also want to talk today about what happens, and this will be being noticed right now by a lot of you listening, what happens when you do start to suddenly quantum leap spiritually you start to open up maybe you've always been open to stuff or always read the books or done stuff since your 20s or since you're a kid but maybe in the last six months or couple of years you've accelerated and you've really taken on board this emotional spiritual consciousness stuff and it really does upgrade you. It means that you've re- you're recalibrating vibrationally. You're really shifting. And of course, as Jane and I both know, we have people coming to us saying, I've been with this guy for 17 years or 25 years. I just can't do it anymore. Um, friendships drop away. Family members get ostracized or cut out. Husbands or wives get left behind. And friendships will change a lot because a lot of the people that you'll find yourself surrounded by who you chose to be in your life years ago see it was it was the old you that chose those people it was the you who used to be a little bit more asleep or wasn't quite as evolved and that you chose the job you're now in chose the the person you're now with and chose the friendships you now have and some of those may not have lasted the test of time Because of the season. And it's okay. We need to give permission for this stuff to be. It's okay to move on. We have so much guilt around the the concept of putting ourselves first and doing what we need to do. And if that means cutting some strings or distancing yourself from someone, even if in the past they were a very dear friend and they've been very good to you, but if you're not feeling it anymore or they're not, you're not feeling the growth there anymore, there's still not, there's not enough there to, to, to keep feeding you, it's okay. But it's, it's women in particular really grapple with this. We will maintain friendships for years just because we don't want to upset people. And, you know, but, but it becomes awkward because then there's like you start to maybe sort of avoid them or not turn up to things or kind of minimise the contact and they start to feel it and then they get more needy and they want more of you and then you try and, you know, tell white lies as to why you can't do this thing or don't want to do this thing and it just, you actually dig yourself into holes. So I guess we really need to talk about then what happens if you feel like you need to distance yourself from a relationship, from a friendship. How do you do it? How do you do it? But then we also need to talk about what do you do if you feel like somebody is distancing themselves from you? Yeah. How do you deal with it? So both of them are about vulnerability. Both of them are about truth. But the first thing that I would get people to do is you write a list, regardless of which end of this you're on, you know, it's like you're either the the breaker-upper or the one being broken up with. If you are wanting to maintain the friendship, 
write the list about the other person of everything that is beautiful about them, everything that you really value in them. And that is going to help you to really get into a soul connection with that person. As you do that, you then are able, as you move into that energy, you then are able to speak your truth and say, here is what I have, I value about our friendship. Now, don't use the past tense because this is a negotiation. Because when you are wanting to distance yourself from somebody, you need to have this conversation as you start to feel that need initially. You don't want to have that conversation when you've made your decision. That's a different point. So you have the conversation as you start to first feel an uncomfortableness about the friendship changing. And this is where you then talk about what it is that you value within the friendship. And that is going to be different and unique for each person. However, to have the other person hear it, it's a beautiful gift to give to them. But you're also actually saying, this is, this is the importance for me. This is what I actually need from you. And then it opens the path for them to be able to share, well, actually, I find that too hard to do. It's a similar scenario as when I, when I first realised I was highly sensitive. I remember having a conversation with a beautiful friend who I just thought she really needed to understand this about me because there were some not negotiables moving forward with friendships. And I explained it and I said to her, you know, and if this is all too hard, I totally understand and I'm okay to step away from the friendship. I know that it's not a given that people need to treat me in this way. Now, bless her, she turned around and said, no, you just told me what it is I need to do. Now, that was a good outcome. But if you had a negative outcome where somebody does want to pull away and go, no, that's not my cup of tea, this is a conscious breakup. This is a beautiful way of honouring each other's souls and recognising the value that you've had in each other's lives, celebrating that and also recognising and celebrating the growth and the moving on. It doesn't actually have to be a toxic thing. This isn't about I'm never going to talk to that person again or, oh, my God, they're in the room, I have to leave this party because they're here. This is actually letting you tread this world where it doesn't matter what direction you turn in. If any of those people reappear, they just may be reappearing for a reason and all is comfortable and all is beautiful about that. Oh, thank you. Yes. Such thank good, you. It's such good advice. Now, what was the second thing you said if it was the flip side? Uh, okay, so if you're the one that feels like somebody else is pulling away, then the first thing you've got to really do is look at why. That is a social mirror that's being held up to you that there is something that is vibrationally repelling them. Now, be honest with yourself and have a look at what that is. And if you really sit quietly, and I love when Beck says, you know, sit quietly, go into a meditative state, put your hand on your heart, ask your questions. You'll get your answers. And so don't overthink it. Just get that answer. Now, the next question is, does this bother me? And there's going to be two answers here. One no, it doesn't, well, then it's the other person's stuff. And you have the choice to consider, do you wish to make that person feel more comfortable in your presence so they are not pulling away? And that's almost called good manners, but it's also called consideration. And it gives you an opportunity to be able to really explore the tiny nuances of a relationship, of a friendship, the value. It doesn't have to be all in on everything. We don't have to agree on everything. There can be pockets of friendship for different purposes. Mm. 
Now, what if you don't like what you've identified? Such as for me, when I identified, why am I such hard work for friends? Because my feelings get hurt. Why do my feelings get hurt? Oh my goodness, I'm a HSP. That's why they get hurt. All right, do you like that about yourself? Back then, no. Then I have to do something about it. So there starts the journey of self-development at a deeper level. And I want to thank all my beautiful friends that put up with me in my 20s and 30s because they are what led me to realise that I do want to change me. They were the ones that led me to really forcing or going into a much deeper level of self-development. So you own what you do within you, you work on it, and then you communicate that with your friend. You say, you know what, I've just realised this about me and I don't actually particularly like this and I'm working on it. And this friend then has the, the choice of either, you know, join you or retreat. But if they retreat, again, they're retreating on a beautiful understanding that that's okay. Yeah. Let's, let's look at law of vibration here as well. And I want to talk about the girl who's in the rural area. And she's saying, I just can't seem to find anyone around me in this community who's on my vibration like I'm, I'm I went to a party the other night all the other mums were there I was in the circle with them you know it, it, in one sense it looked like I was completely part of the action and I was included and I was in the circle but I felt so alone and I felt like I just was a square peg in a round hole like I just wasn't cut of the same cloth of any of them what they were talking about what they were interested in how they were behaving it was alien to me I've changed too much what do I do? Well, I mean, look, in a very, in a very small, literal sense, you can, you can join Facebook groups. We've got one. We're going to mention Oh, it. a gorgeous yeah. Facebook but group. But at the end yes. of the show, we're going to talk about that. But I just mean in general, there are, particularly if you are genuinely in an isolated area, and the, so I think there's, there's, there's a twofold answer. The first one is you may have to be in some more online communities. You may need to join some spiritual groups that have, I don't know, chats or Facebook pages or things where at least you can sort of feel like those sorts of like-minded kindred spirits are are out there at your fingertips. You, you can get in touch with them and you can be surrounded by their thoughts and their ways of thinking and speaking through through online. The second thing, of course, is this idea that the universe is all about abundance. It's not like you're, it's not like there's no one out there for you. It's not like you're cut off. Those are just beliefs. You could be in a, an outback town of six people, and if you are desiring to bring forth into your experience a lovely bosom buddy, as the old-fashioned term goes, or at least somebody who you can have an outlet with and have really great spiritual, soulful chats with, the law of vibration can easily find that person for you and magnetise them into you. It's, it's absolutely possible. They may not be there in huge numbers, but, I mean, you can always find one. Well, if I look at my three gorgeous you know, soul sisters I've just mentioned, Beck, I have to drive 45 minutes to see, Nikki I would have to drive an hour and a half to see, and Amber I'd have to drive 12 hours. So really, they're not actually in my day-to-day -day world. They're not. This is... My day-to-day -day world... The friends that I associate with are beautiful. Do not get me wrong. I don't even like ranking. It doesn't sound like... It sounds like I'm honouring these three girls more than the importance than the others. It's a difference. The, there's a couple of other gorgeous girls that I love hanging out with that live five minutes from me. 
look at the value. Do, do, and I do have beautiful conversations with them, but not the same level as I do with, with Beck and Nikki and Amber. However, the value of them, there is so much value. These are the girls I go and have fun with. These are the girls that I go, it's Friday night, let's go around the corner, let's go have a few wines, let's go do karaoke. It's whatever is fun and frivolous and let's be silly, let's go do this class. It's the everyday fun. Well, this is the and whole they, idea. They, they don't have to get me. Yeah, exactly. It's this idea of different friends for different purposes. Now, this is the trap people fall into in their love lives where they think that their partner has to be everything, which is so much unfair pressure to place on one person to be your be-all and end-all in every single category in life. And the same goes for friendships. Your best friend, quote-unquote, doesn't have to be everything for you. Your best friend can can offer you you know, a certain number of qualities, but then maybe there's that other friend that you go to every time you want a wild night out or that other friend that you go to every time you just want to talk spiritual stuff or that other friend you go to when you want to get physical exercise and she's the girl you ring up for the beach walk, you know, and that's how we need to view and these that's what you do. You meet them at their level mm-hmm. where they're comfortable. Yeah. And as a highly evolved spiritual person, that is actually your job to connect with people at a level that they feel comfortable with. I meet each person at a level that they most feel comfortable with. If you are looking for people, like-minded souls, we mentioned on the show a couple of weeks ago that we were going to start up a closed Facebook group. So we've got our Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash love life show we've now started a closed group and i'm going to admit i was i didn't know how this was going to go i thought maybe we'll just get three people i'm sorry it is booming in there it's like you you can't even breathe for elbow room like it's there's so many beautiful people in there who are sharing the most incredible stuff i have been flattered and humbled every day for about the past past fortnight jane um so i'm just letting you guys know if you want to get into that group i think you just send a a request and we just bring you in And you guys can begin and keep and carry on a lot of the cool discussions that we're already having on the podcast in between shows. So you can, people are bringing up their own topics, people are commenting, people are supporting each other. It's a fascinating and cool place to be. And I also know of two people that have actually, they've friended each other through that group privately. So they're doing their own Facebook chat between the two of them. So if you're socially isolated, you don't need to be. You can be having a wine and Skyping these people. We had a girl on the back of a moped in Asia listening to us. We've got a guy in India. We've got people everywhere. So come on board. We'd love to have you there. And until this time next week, have some fun with your friendships. Don't expect too much of your friendships. Keep them for the purpose they're supposed to be, unconditional, loving, bringing in the gifts and the joy that you can suck the nectar out of. Life is perfect. I'm not trying. It's just happening.